that's that's kind of like the free-flowing way of like the podcast but i think we're good right there yeah yours is like right against it and mine's not but like is this okay yeah i can hear you can you hear, yeah i can hear you okay yeah. fine that's fine that's fine i just didn't know if it was gonna like mess with the quality of the yeah. the wavelengths are pretty good so you're okay. you're good i know how to edit all that stuff out cool but. cool 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 yeah Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to what was previously known as Johnny Reviews. Now is the Slice of Life podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, on the other side of the table that we're slicing up today, Casey. Casey meets world, but it's not meets world. What's your last name, Casey, so people know? Uh, so my last name is Della Pena. Yeah. It's very Italian. Very, Very wow. Italian, yes. It's okay. I had a, I had a Portuguese yesterday. I had Mitchell. Yeah, I was just, just, Mitch, just Mitch, Mitch May. Mitch May. <laughs> Casey Della Pena. Della, yeah. Della, that sounds, well, yeah, you said it very... Uh, that, that sounds very Hispanic. It, yes. Yeah. yeah. I get that all the time, especially with my dark complexion and hair and 100%, eyes. 100%. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Uh, but no, very Italian. Was raised in a very small, like community of basically everyone that back home was like Italian. Yeah. Um, so I, d- I didn't really have that until I moved down here mm-hmm. and then everyone's like, Oh, you're like Latina or like, you know, you something. And I speak a little Spanish, but yeah, nothing you, like nothing you crazy. Came, you came to Hispanic nation. I mean, this is like, I mean, Miami or Florida in general is just like a lot more Dominican, Puerto Rican, and yeah. like Bra- old Brazilian, but like, uh, uh th- there's just a lot of like Southern America people in, 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 um, in the state of Florida. Yeah. Like you go to Texas, you go to Cali. That's, that's a prominently Mexican. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over here, it's just because of the, the islands and stuff like that. So, it's closer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously like Puerto Ricans, you know, like you said, Dominicans, stuff like yeah. that. So it's nice because I took four years of Spanish in high school. So you, yeah, it so, comes, it comes in like, yeah, oh, okay. like I can read it pretty well, but, yeah. um, and I can kind of like understand you, but I need you to like slow down if you, if you speak it to me. Yeah. Um, and then I get like really nervous when I do speak it. So I yeah. get really shy and then I don't end up like trying to use it, yeah. but um, yeah, I, I, I speak a little bit, but yeah, no, I'm very, just a little bit. very it's Italian. Kind of like, I speak more Spanish than Italian though. So that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. that, does that not concern you at all? Like, well, I mean, I say I'm Italian, but like technically, you know, my great grandparents are from Italy. So right. the, no one in my family speaks Italian anymore, you know? So like it's, it's, it's been generations. It's so weird. I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm glad that I learned Spanish mm-hmm. and, uh, like at a young age. I just think one, I'm closer to my parents, my family, and I love the like Mexican culture because of that. Oh yeah. And I'm like, if you knew Italian, I think you would love, like you would ingrain yourself to more Italian roots. And like, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like anything. Like I'm learning. I I took French like three years of French, and I'm like, all right, I can appreciate it a little bit. Like <laughs> I I love going to the to 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 France and. Uh, France over there in the in the Epcot, Epcot. Yeah, the, yeah. I'm just kind of like <laughs> checking it out, checking it out. Like, oh, uh, Ashante, come on top of too. Uh, so, as so like funny. a traveler, it's very dangerous for me to go to Epcot now because everyone I see, I'm like reading their name tags. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you're from this like you know city in this country, and I've been there, and like, and then I just Dude, like I'm talking to them, you know. KC meets world. So for all of my audience that don't know who you are. This is the reason why I wanted you to come on. You did, what was that called? 30 for 30? Uh, is it, I, That's what I'm aiming for. That's what you're aiming I'm for. I'm aiming for, yes. But you've gone to all these really cool places and um, you've had really cool experiences. Tell us about, tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you, what do you do? Who is Casey? 
Okay. Uh, a little bit of a loaded question. Uh, 100%. <laughs> so I, like I said, I was born um, in the Midwest. So I'm from Ohio, born and raised there, went to school there. Ohio. Yeah. Uh, dude, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not so I'm just Everyone goes, oh, H, and then you're supposed to go IO. <laughs> but I went to Bowling Green, which is not Ohio State. So I'm always like, just go Falcons. Yeah, there we go. Yeehaw, that's where I'm Yeah, so middle like cornfields, very flat. Yeah. So I grew up there, went to college um, in Ohio, and that's when I got my first opportunity to travel mm. um, without my parents. Like growing up, mm. my parents were very, like we were a very like mobile family. Right. Um, I have two brothers, and so the five of us, like um, we would go in our motorhome and we would travel like out west or down here. Yeah. My grandparents have a house down here, so we were constantly like, you know, just traveling a lot, on the move. So you, you didn't, you weren't born here. That's the, You no. were saying you were born over there, but you have family that's all here? Um, no, no. So I was born in Ohio, yeah. like born, raised, went to the same school my entire from pre-K to all the way. Up yeah. To like yeah. graduated with the same people I went to preschool with type mm, of okay. situation. Yeah. So very small town. Um, but my grandparents have a house down yeah, here yeah, in so Fort yeah. Myers. Okay. Yeah. So they do like they're snowbirds, you know? <laughs> so they, <Okay>. uh, <laughs> yeah. So they'll go down like for six months, uh, not six months, like three or four three months, or four months. Yeah. and then they'll go back to Ohio. And so they're like, fuck the cold. Yeah. And we always had a place to stay. So <laughs> yeah, they were like, 100%. yeah, come, come visit. Come, come to yeah. the community, come to the sunshine. State. So like yeah. some of my, my fondest and like strongest memories of being a child mm. is in that house down in Fort Myers. Um, and like the smell of suntan lotion <laughs> and like chlorine to this day reminds me of that. That's funny. Um, but yeah, so like we just grew up like traveling a lot. And then when I um, went to college, uh, the f- summer after my freshman year, I got the opportunity to study abroad in France. So I was okay. there for um, about six weeks. Okay. And I just like, I got bit by the travel bug. Travel bug. Right I, there. Yeah. I gotcha. Right then and there, I was just like, I love this. I want more of this. I, you know, I don't plan to stop. Um, and then this was when this was like the first year of college, second year of college. Yeah. So right after summer of freshman year, so it was 2013. Okay. Um, so 2013 was the first time I left mm. the U S or okay. like North America. Um, cause I'd been to Canada, but oh, I went, Canada. I visited yeah, <laughs> about five or six countries while I was over there. Um, like Ireland and Belgium and Spain, um, did a lot of France. And then when I came back, I did a college program for Disney and that's when I decided I wanted the DCP. To- <laughs> yes. ESPN quick service food and beverage. Yeah. Oh, ESPN. Quick I didn't QSFB. even know that that was a thing. What that like, you, like what, ESPN? You, yeah. Were you expecting like oh ESPN? I didn't either. Honestly, yeah. when I came here, I was like, well, like I I'm second guessing how big fucking Disney is, and then I like I saw ESPN and all that stuff. I was like, whoa, I like ESPN though. Like it's, yeah. it's a really cool place. Well, like I. So when I moved, I, I grew up coming to Disney too. This is yeah. Know, this is this this wasn't like yeah. It wasn't new to me, but like. When I was standing in line, because back then for my DCP, you had to like stand in line to get like your assignment with like mm. in Vista Way. There was like a whole lineup and you just Vista stood outside. Way. Yeah, Vista Way. Uh, I was actually Chatham. I was like, I don't know. Oh, no, I was Vista Way. I, I got like the, the DCP initiation, like Vista Way all the way. <laughs> um, and I was just remembering, like, I was thinking like, please don't put me in a resort, anything but a resort. And I'm like, I get up there. I'm like, I don't even care what park it is. I just don't want a resort. And, and then I like, I get ESPN and I'm like, what, what the is this? You know, like, yeah, I was just, I was like, well, you, I don't even know what to do with this. Man, what did you say when you found out you were quick service food and beverage? Because that's what you, they tell you first. Like, so, the, yeah, they did remember, tell me that. I was, I was attractions. Yeah. And then fucking parking is, is attractions. attractions. Like, yeah. I, you know, like, <laughs> kind of so got duped. I'm over here. Yeah, for real. Fuck them. I was just like, 
okay what? like wait a minute i won't find out until the the week prior luckily one of my roommates he knew he knew like somebody that knows so we found out um like three weeks in advance and i was like fuck i got parking what the hell like this is stupid <laughs> i was just like well i mean quick service food and beverage i've done that i've done food my entire yeah, life so yeah. i was like oh you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all right whatever I, I you know i can manage it and i was like i knew it's only gonna be a couple months so i'm not like too stressed about it um it was more of just like the location that i was like oh man but then um i graduated college went and visited a friend in France for a couple of weeks um, and connected with another friend who lives in France. Mm. Um, She's like French born, raised and everything. And um, yeah, (laughs) maybe I'll uh, hook you guys up and you can talk. (laughs) Learn, learn the French. Yeah, man. Like I'm telling (laughs) you, like anybody, what race, whatever, just come on here. Just tell me about your life, man. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Teach me a few words. Teach me a few words. I'm like, Serenata. Uh, that's like Japanese, but I, I started learning that because I'm just I know merchandise. Like two so two or like, three words in Japanese. Yeah. That's it. Sarinada. That's how you say bye. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like. Bye. <laughs> um. So then, yeah. So I went went back to visit again, and then I moved down here mm. that following semester, like after I graduated, and I did a second college program, and oh. I ended up in. You got bit by that bug too. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because well, at that point I was like, oh, I want to work for Disney. 100%. I'm trying to make that like my thing. Yeah, everything Disney, you know, I still love it, but, um, I just ended up like not doing that. So I did a second college program as a cedar, um, at okay. Crystal Palace. Oh, you were, oh, you were, yeah, you did say that. You said yeah. You were Crystal Palace. And then I quickly was like, wow, maybe Magic Kingdom wasn't really, maybe the parks weren't really like what, what I, I thought. Yeah. You, you ever, I don't know, like, I don't know if you've worked at other parks, but merchandise, um, lets you go to all these different parks and you and can pick up. Yes. Yeah. And I love that. I love like not, I guess it's like a nomadic way of thinking, but I'm just like, ah, oh, man, I can go to all these places. Well, love it. Resorts. Yeah. Uh, like parks. It's a change yeah. of pace. Yeah. Yes. No, I, at Crystal Palace, I was working 60 hours a week. So yes. like I was literally, I couldn't get deployed cause they needed me there. Yeah. So I was literally always at Crystal Palace. Dude, that sucks. Because yeah. what I was going to ask was, do you feel like there's like a, do you feel like there's like an aura that people, uh, people that like, there's just like a, this attitude when people work at magic, I've felt that it just, everybody gets overwhelmed. Everybody gets like, well, cause it's like just no crazy. One, yes. It's and then so crazy there. I, I go work at Hollywood studios. Everyone's having fun. Everybody's like loving it. Everybody's just like, like all that environment is crazy, but I love it there. Well, I think I experienced the very two opposite ends of the spectrum where ESPN super chill, like super chill. I love like it there. the managers are very like hands off there. Yeah. Like you had to call somebody and wait like 20 minutes for them to show up. And then you go to magic kingdom where everything's like bump outs and like you are on a strict schedule. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was, it was definitely the two all like, but when I was at ESPN, I got deployed a lot. So I, I got to do, um, like the Epcot princess half marathon and I got to do, um, like Typhoon Lagoon and oh, Blizzard yeah, Beach yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. So okay. I, I got to move around a little bit there, yeah. but yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I tried that, um, tried to work for Disney, decided quickly. I was like, Oh, it's probably not really what I thought I wanted to do. What made you think differently? Um, I just, it was like, I love Disney. Everybody I don't, don't want to say anything like bad about Disney. Here's, the thing. Uh, Here's I, the thing. I'm not associated with Disney at all. I'm not, a, I love talking about a lot of shit. If, if, if even if it is Disney, because right. Disney needs to be talked shit about because sometimes it sucks. Yeah. And and I'm like, dude, there's some things in there that kind of suck. I for me, I like I, I think I like to keep my love of Disney separate than my works. Like I don't yes. need to necessarily work there and have it be my whole life to love it. Um, and I get so burnt out going to the like to the parks a lot. I, yeah. That's that's why I, I flavor. I, I don't know. I love going to the parks. 
kind of like, oh, and not in a whim, but like just enjoying maybe like weekly to two weeks. And I'm like, okay, I still love yeah. going to Disney. Yeah. You know, that's, I think that's what kind of got me. That makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I totally get that. But having free access to the parks is like the best perk of working for me. Yes, especially when you first get here. Oh, and yeah. You're, and you're, you're just going crazy. You're, going you're like, crazy. when can I get in? When can it's I like, get in? Yeah. And then like you're just going, you're just there 24 seven for three to four months. And I'm just like, dude, you can't yeah. get in. Now I'll come for like a couple hours and I'll leave or whatever. But um, yeah, because now, now we see it like, ah, man, I can come back whenever, whenever. I want. Whenever. It's fine. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now I can't right now yeah. because they are not selling annual passes yeah. and I'm not a cast member. So I'm kind of struggling. I'm yeah. like, oh man, I want to go so bad. But yeah. So I think what kind of pushed me away was that I wasn't really making the money that I thought I should oh, be making. Okay, okay, um, okay. I was working like crazy hours and I was still only like meeting ends. And so I wanted to, you know, I have a business degree. So I was like, oh, I want to move into corporate, you know, what I, what I went to school for. And so I get this fancy corporate job and they're telling me, oh, you're going to travel and you're going to do this. You're going to do that. We're going to set you up with like a nice salary benefits, At all Disney. this stuff. No, outside of Disney. Oh, outside this, of yeah, Disney. I left Disney. Yeah. So I took this job, right? I was like, what Disney job is that? I want that. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. If you find that job, let me let know. Let me know. Like, But yeah, so I took this job and two months into it all hell broke loose. Like they fired our CEO, they restructured the company. And I did research on this company before I, I um, accepted the offer too. Right. So um, it was a huge blow to me. And I was like, you know what? Corporate America does not give a shit about you. And no. there's more to my life than working a nine to five Monday wow. through Friday and then living for the weekends or my one week a year that I get to, to, to take vacation, you 100%. know? And, you know, going back to the small town, like, Everybody where I'm from, like they, they go to Myrtle beach every summer and that's like their one vacation and they never really go anywhere else and they never really experience other places. And for me, like, you know, once I got that travel bug, I was like, I, I can't do this, you know? Right. So once everything kind of went to hell with that job, um, I decided, you know, like I'm, this is the time I am single. I have no kids. I have like no major attachments, you know, like no big car payments, nothing like that to, mm -hmm. um, to really like hold you down. Yeah. So I let my lease run out in the summer of 2018 down here. I moved all of my stuff back to Ohio. And then I bought, I had bought a one-way ticket to Europe. Um, and I was just, I was gone. Like, yeah. And that kicked started like a mm. year and a half of just intense Casey travel. Like Casey Meets World. Yeah. yeah. I started a blog. Um, I started, you know, posting on my Instagram all the time, like right. things like that. Um, I, I mean, I'm not like huge by any means but i just love sharing what i do no, i mean shit like yeah the same right here like i just love sharing what i do and it's just like especially for your perspective this doesn't matter if it helps out one or 10 or 30 or 100 people you have a, like a, exactly. a perspective that i feel like people are like how do i do that because they even ask you too like how, all the like, time <laughs> like how did how did you what did you do did you sell everything like uh, that that time at the party, we were just like talking, like, "Whoa, did did, did you you don't have a car? Like, what what? You, how did you travel? Or like, how did you just?" And I was just kept asking you questions. So at that point, I was like, "Hey, listen, I have a podcast. You want to talk? Might uh, as well just get it out just get all, it all there. there. On the, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So kind of my pre planning, I knew for about eight months that I had wanted to do this, and I was like, I'm gonna set a goal of how much money I want to have in my bank account before I leave because I'm quitting my job mm -hmm. to do this, and I wasn't I wasn't gonna be um working. I wasn't gonna have an income. Right. So I was just kind of at that point I was like, I'm just going to kind of like travel till my money runs out. Probably like 
not great, but like also whatever, whatever. you know, it, it happens. I'm 20. Yeah. 22. You know, like, I oh. was, Oh, I was 24. Oh. I'm yeah. I'm a little old. <laughs> 26. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I was like, I was 24, but, um, twenties are still young. Let's just, let's just clarify that. Like, okay. Like, You're not old. No. Yeah. Like maybe you get like those midlife, whatever, but you get those every, in the, every decade. It's fine. Yeah. But I think twenties are like the best years to go to and do, do stuff. Like oh, yeah. go do whatever you For want. For sure. Exactly. Because like I stay in a lot of hostels. Which... Oh yeah. I was going to see, I was going to ask you about that. Cause yeah. you did mention that. And that whole idea of like hostel living, is that going to change even after like post COVID? I think so. Like that? Cause that, that was a luxury for a lot of like travelers for budget travelers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I know. I was just reading about that the other day. Um, and I, I'm kind of bummed about it because mm. I think it's going to change a little bit yeah. because you know, in a hostel it's, you're paying 15, $20 a night in Europe, you know, in, in Asia, it's like Southeast Asia was like $8 a night right. to stay in these rooms with like maybe six to 10 other people. Right. And you know, with COVID like that's, that's just not, they're not going to let you do that anymore. You know, like I can't even, I can't even get into anywhere at this point, you know, with my passport. Yeah. Um, just because no one's really accepting us. And if they are, it's a two week, um, quarantine. Quarantine. Yeah. So I think it's going to change drastically, but that leads me to my other way that I did this. So the reason I was able to travel so long, my first, like that first stint that I did was because I did a thing called Wolf. So it's www.oof.org. Um, and basically what you do is you sign up for this website. It was $40 for the entire year and you get a membership. And, um, for that whole entire year, you can do it as much as you want. And it stands for uh, worldwide organization of organic farming. So I, um, was matched with a family, um, in Italy on a vineyard. They own like their own small little vineyard. That's dope. Yeah. That's really cool. And so, um, I traveled over there and I stayed with them. It's just a a family of five. I stayed with them in their farmhouse. It was like 250 years old, um, for six weeks. And Monday through Thursday, I would wake up at like 637 o'clock. We'd go pick grapes out in the fields for a few hours. That's so awesome. The views were incredible. I bet. Yeah. The whole time. What part of Italy? um, So it's called Monte Fiascone. Uh, It's a mouthful. (laughs) Sounds very... uh, Very Italian. Oh, yes. Yeah, you have to... Yeah. It sounds really cool. I don't know. Like that whole Italian, French, and Spanish, man. You learn that trifecta. You're You're golden. You're You're set. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Monte Fiascone is about an hour and a half, two-hour train ride north of Rome. Okay. So um, it's very small town, you know, like you get like that Italian, like countryside Mm. feel, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, like it's, it was some of the best weeks. Like I was truly, truly happy when I was there because it was just amazing. Like, yeah, obviously I'm waking up at 6.30 to go pick grapes. Like, is it the most glamorous job in the world? No. But am I on the other Other side side of the world? world? Like, yes. Like living the dream. And then on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I would go and explore like whatever city or country that I wanted to go to. That's so dope. Yeah. Like, so Monday through Thursday, you probably had like your schedule set. Yeah. And like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and probably like the weekend. That's like, like, I guess that's the way to kind of like, you get four days of just, all right, and I'm going to go explore the unexplored. I haven't done anything. Like, you know, I'm going to, I want to go to Spain. I want to go to it, especially because it's all so, it's so close. It's so small. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so, that's awesome. That's so awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I got to do like, um, Venice, Milan, Rome, uh, Naples, Sorrento, Positano, the Amalfi coast, like all of that. All of that. I got to do Santorini and Athens, which was like the, that was just like, 
my my dream that so was peak or that yeah was like si- like sister to the traveling pants i don't know oh. if anybody else out there you know um but ever since that movie i was just like i want to go to greece and then i got into greek mythology a lot i like to read uh, i like it? to read a lot yeah but um yeah greek mythology and i was like i have to go to athens and i have to go to santorini and yeah. i just i want you know and santorini is like a honeymoon destination a yeah. lot of people go there um for their honeymoons or romantic getaways and i'm like backpacking with my friend like <laughs> just you know staying on the in a hostel like right on the beach you know and i'm like i don't need a, a man or a relationship to like take me to santorini i'm gonna do that all on my own preach so. girl preach yeah. there's all these women out here that are like <laughs> fuck man let's just go do it ourselves i'm just kidding Keep no a hundred percent that's uh that's one of the biggest questions i get is like are you scared to travel alone you know like you're like was that intimidating or whatever and you know, maybe at first, like my first trip was with a study abroad program. So yeah. like I was with people. So it was a nice, it was a nice like introduction. Mm-hmm. But, um, I just realized I was like, you know, I'm, if I wait for something to happen to me, it's never going to happen. You know, if I wait for the right person or the right time, it's never going to happen. So you just have to make it happen. And I'm a very social person. Um, so it was just easy for me to like meet people at hostels. Hostels are like a perfect situation for you to meet people. Right. Cause you're staying at like Places with like, you know, like I said, 10 other people at times. Yeah, yeah. They have rooftop bars. They have like, I've seen, I've seen some tours. really cool like, uh, um, hostels. And I, I'm just like, man, I would want to do this one, like one day. Just fuck do it. it. I know. 100% I know. do it. Oh, keep, yeah. Keep going. Keep going. No, just like, uh, it, it, you just, that's just how you meet people, you right. know? Like one second I'm in Japan. And then I have a, I decided I wanted to fly from Japan to Seattle and I'm like, oh, well, it's $700 to fly from Japan to Seattle. Well, let me see if I have a layover for a few days in Hawaii, wow. what would happen? And it costs the same amount. I spent the same amount of money flying to Hawaii, having two, three days there and then flying to Seattle as I yeah. would have just flying straight to Seattle. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, one second I'm in Japan, the next second I'm like hiking up a mountain in Hawaii with a bunch of people I just met like that morning. And it's just, it's incredible. Like. I, I miss it so much. Yes. <laughs> if that's a question, I missed it so much. I missed it so much. Yes. No. Okay. So talk about where, um, what 30 for 30 is, because I, I think you kind of explained it to me. Um, but, uh, all the places I guess that you can remember and recall going just like, pop, 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 pop. so I have a list. Um, <laughs> do you have it like on your phone? I do actually okay. this wonderful app called bin B E E N. Um, it's really cool and it keeps track of everywhere that I have been. That's cool. ironically. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so 30, 30 by 30 is something I just, uh, recently came up with. So it's like pretty new. It was actually like 2020. I came up with that just mm-hmm. because I, I Best think a lot to come up with that. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. When you can't go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I think I just decided it because I was like, it gives me a kind of a goal to work towards. Right. Um, and I know, I, I think it's a lot of people do it, um, in the travel community, but, uh, it was just something that I was like, oh, okay, I can strive for this and I can kind of like make it happen. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty feasible for me because I've been to 18. So if you'd like, I can read it off to you. Read it off. You're not just reading it to me. You're reading it to other people. All so. the, all the followers. Yes. Got it. Okay. So in Europe, I've been to Belgium, England, uh, lived in France a little bit. Germany, Greece, Ireland, Italy, lived there for a little bit, Spain, Switzerland, and the Netherlands. And then in Asia, I've done Japan and Thailand. And then in North America, I've done Canada, the Cayman Islands, Haiti, Mexico, the Bahamas, obviously the United States. And then you can actually um, also go individually into the United States and put, put the states that you've been to. Wow. 
I won't read all 26 that I've been to, but um, it's mainly like the north, like the coast. I've been like all up the coast pretty much, except yeah. for like when you start to get into like New England. And then I've been on the entire West Coast. Okay. Um, so no, I'm... Texas. You have never been in Texas. I've been to Texas, yes. Or I went you, I went to Austin. That's right. You did, you did say that. I remember that. I was like, Yes, Austin. I went there in March. It, no, 2019 March. There 2019 we go. 2019 March? Yeah. Before COVID. Uh, before COVID. Yes. yes. Before our world was completely rocked. But <sighs> yeah, so that's my other goal is 50 states, you know, in mm-hmm. my lifetime. Mm-hmm. But I think, so going kind of back to earlier when I was saying, like, you know, you're staying in a hostel, like, um, at, you, being young, um, I'm not going to stay in a hostel when I'm like 60, you know, no, that's yeah. just, this, yeah. yeah that's so not you have to happen. do it now. Yes. Exactly. And so I think for me, you know, getting on a flight to Thailand, it took me almost a full 24 hours to get there with Shit. my couple, like my two layovers and the flights. They're just insanely Insane. long. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to want to do that yeah. when I'm like older and you know, it's harder for people to fly when they get exactly. older and things like that. So my goal right now is just do as much as I can out before I, um, like get older and then I start going to like more of the States. Right. So okay. 50, the so you're saying the States are kind of like ah, long term, long term. Yeah. like, yeah, we, I don't need to go to all the 50 States. I guess, yeah. Like, like I will, but like in the, in the far future, in the far future. now I'm just like the farthest I can get from the States, the better. The like better. I just want to <laughs> hit everything I can. Yeah. That's funny. I actually was supposed to move to Australia this year. Um, Aussie down under. Yeah. Ah. Um, but that was, uh, not gonna happen yeah i believe i believe that things happen for a reason so everybody says that Evan like mitch said that savannah said that and you said that so far well there's some truth to it there is some truth to it i agree yeah i was supposed to move to australia and i was like you know this just isn't really working out financially uh there was a lot to set up i just didn't really feel like it was the right timing right um and then i i decided to move down here instead for a few months i just like i sublet from somebody and just moved like my car down here like whatever i could fit in my car and um yeah i moved here in january and the australian wildfires happened fuck and i was like oh my god i'm so glad that i was not not in australia and then two months later COVID happens and i'm like i would have had to i would have spent all that money all you know all that time to like get all that stuff like set up and over there and then i would have had to make the decision do i do I um, do lockdown in a foreign country with nobody or do I, you know, cut my losses and lose out on a bunch of money and go home? Go home. So I think it was kind of just life being like, this go is home. where you need yeah, to be. Yeah. 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 So, so, so that at that time, when did you come home? Like, um, like, oh, where yeah. Were, yeah, where were so you So the at? timeline, the timeline. Yeah. Cause so. I was like, <laughs> the COVID happened, I guess, differently in so many different places. Like, our lockdown was shut down was like in, in March. March. Yeah. I don't know where you were at that time, but I was, listening. I was, I was, I was here. So oh, you were already here. Yeah. Okay. So okay. quick, we'll, we'll finish the timeline. So 2018, um, July of 2018, I fly to Europe, spend about four or five months there and then came back. Uh, or then I went to Japan for two weeks. Oh yeah. I, I did would a go to Japan. Japan literal really trip cool. around the world. <laughs> um, go Jet to Japan. Lag, I bet that's a thing. Okay, but no. So when I was flying, I was only flying in like six hour increments. Oh, really? Okay, so they would stop and then. Well, because go. no, because um, like, like it was a personal thing. So like, I flew from here to Europe, so that's okay. only six hour time difference. Okay. So that was a quick and easy adjustment. Yeah. And then when I spent my four months there and I finished, I flew to Japan, 
which was only another six hour time difference. Whoa. So okay. that flight was an easy adjustment. I spent, gotcha. I spent two weeks in Japan and I got quickly adjusted. And then I kind of flew back in time into Hawaii. <gasps> See, do you- that's weird. Like it's you're so going, weird. you're going pa- like before time. Like time's going this way. You're like, I'm like backtrack. Like I don't want to turn. You go from being day. twelve hours ahead to six hours behind. That's so sketchy. So weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that one I think kind of threw me for a loop. But I did sleep on the plane a lot. Okay. Um. But then I went to the West Coast, which is about an hour. Um. From like four hour forward from Hawaii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gets a little confusing. Yeah. And then from the West coast, I went back home. So like I only f- jumped maybe about six hours at a time. So you, you see what I'm saying? Yes. So it wasn't like I, you know, woke up the next day and I was like 14 hours ahead and then, you know, I'm supposed to be sleeping at, you know, 3am and yeah. instead I'm like wide awake. Um, especially like, at least for that trip. So yeah. So then I came, I, so I went to Japan and then I went to Hawaii for a few days and then I came back and I hit the West Coast with my family. Okay. My mom, my aunt, and my grandma met me and we drove down the coast of California, went to Disney, um, Disneyland, and then I flew home. And then for all of 2019 was basically just like living out of my parents' house. Where can I go? So I did like, I came down here and stayed in Fort Myers for a month. I went to Thailand for a month. I went to Japan for a few weeks, went to Mexico on a cruise with my friends for a week. Um, just kind of whatever whatever opportunity I could take, I did. Right. Yeah. And then end of 2019, I was like, I really need to figure out what I'm doing. Maybe like save up some money, get, you know, move back to Orlando, see if it's like something that I wanted Wanna to kind of like go back into. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I moved down here and then like not even two months later, COVID. And yeah. yep. And COVID was just like a wake up call. I was like, no, nah, I'm not ready to settle down. No, no. Yeah. I can't do that. It's crazy. Like, um, there's so many different perspectives after like the COVID happened. Like your like your perspective, I don't like people. People are gonna see it so differently. They're like, I think it's time to settle down, or I think it's time to like bunker down and do all that stuff. And then you're over here like, no, no, this ain't it. No, no, I need not it. for me. Exactly, and it's insane. Like, what do you think of COVID right now? Like, how much that has an impact affected, like your personal growth, or has it has has it been a benefit? No, I don't think so. Not, okay. not personally. Um, I think COVID is kind of like a traveler's worst nightmare <laughs> um, okay. in some ways, just because when I came, when I moved down here, I said, okay, you know, I haven't been to South America I and know. I think while I'm here, I'm going to spend, uh, I'm going to do like shorter trips cause like I'll have a job so I won't be able to like take off as long. Right. And, um, I, was like, yeah, I'll go to Puerto Rico, I'll go to Ecuador, I'll go to Colombia, you know, Cuba, wherever, wherever I can go. Cuba. And then the shut you know lockdown happened and i can't go anywhere so this is the longest so from january to now is the longest i've been without leaving the country since 2018 fuck yeah i bet that's killing you yes how how was your upbringing by the way like that's a that's another question i was like were you you said that you travel with my family yeah vacationed a lot yeah so someone that does i feel like someone that goes out a lot i feel like that's later on implemented in how you kind of like decision make i guess because I, I don't know. I went to Disney when I was eight mm-hmm. and at that point I was like, that was your first time. That was my first time oh, ever. Okay. And that was, that was a struggle. Like when my parents, were tr- they were trying to make it like we, we got the cheapest, everything we could, but I loved everything about it. Yeah. And I came back like 2015 and I was like, holy shit, this is a new, like you experience it differently when you're an adult. S- uh, yeah, yeah. You're eight. And then you experience it differently when you're like 18. And I'm like, 
Dude, I love it here. And I, I think I got bit by the Disney the Disney, the bug. Disney bug yeah, right there. Uh-huh. I, I ended up get, like searching up the DCP. Everything was like new to me. I was like, I know what I'm doing. I'm I'm coming. I'm coming to Orlando. Well, I didn't realize you could work for Disney. Like no, at, at all. Like I didn't think that that was a thing. Yeah. Like, I came to Disney my entire life, and I didn't realize until I was um, just graduating high school. Yeah. That people like. I was like, I don't know what I cast member. I didn't even know like cast members existed. Like, I'm like, yeah, obviously people, <laughs> people run this run place, this, but like, like, I don't know where they come I they, from. I think they stay there and they just, you yeah. know, like they don't never go home. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like so sheltered about that. And I think it was just like, boom. Like, so I remember like standing in line at uh, big thunder mountain mm. and this woman in front of me, she was probably like early twenties at the time. She right. was talking about like, Oh, I have to go to work after this. Like I have to go like, you know, and she's like, she, I'm like, just like eavesdropping. Yeah. And she's talking to like her mom about like where she, her, works, where she works, works at yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, wait, you can you work, work at Disney. What? Oh my God. And yeah. then you're like, excuse me, miss. What, what do you do? Is that like, how you do that? Is, is that you? And actually it wasn't until, um, college, like not maybe a year later yeah. or not even when I heard about the DCP yeah. and then I was like, Oh, Okay. Yes. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah. Um, but no, Disney's actually tied into my travels a lot uh-huh. um, because I've been to Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, so yeah. You, you, you've Disney gone Paris. A, you, wow. So did you go to all six then? Like all six no. places? What's the, um, what's the other one? Hong so Kong? Shanghai and Hong Kong, yeah. I've been, there's, Hong Kong, yeah. Paris. Oh, yeah, okay. Disney World, Disney, yeah. Disneyland. Been to both of those so, yes. a couple of times. Uh, Paris. Paris, I've been twice. Tokyo, Tokyo, I've been twice, and then Shanghai Hong and Hong Kong, Kong. Yeah. and I haven't been to those ones yet. Yeah, but those are I've, I would say those are really cool. But I I, I don't know I, which one's the one that's independently owned. I think or like they Tokyo were, Tokyo. That's yeah. The one I, yeah. So Oriental Land Company owns mm-hmm. Tokyo. Yeah. So basically, they just kind of like bought the rights to mm-hmm. Disney. Yeah. So Disney Sea. So it's cool because they it's, Tokyo, they do their own thing. Yeah. It's, it's, that's why I like it. Tokyo. Um, Tokyo Disney is situated like maybe an hour outside of Tokyo itself right. and it's right on the bay. And so they have Tokyo Disneyland and then they have Disney Sea. And I'm like, oh, oh clever, you know? Um, but Disney, Disney would try to do sea, anything to bang for their buck, man. That's crazy. Hands down, Disney Sea. Go to Disney Sea. If you go to no other park in the world, go to go Disney Go to Disney Sea. Go to Disney Sea. Go to Disney Sea. Um, they have an entire like mermaid lagoon, which is all little mermaid. Like a live show where they strap someone to like cables and throw her like out over the audience. And she's like singing and doing flips. Oh, um, they have an entire Arabian coast for Aladdin. That is insane. Yeah. It's so cool. They have, um, journey to the center of the earth, which is like a giant, there's like a giant mountain in the middle of Disney sea. Um, they have a toy story. They have a Soren. Um, it's just, it's so cool. Like the attention to detail there is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. It's it's crazy. And, you know, no matter if we like bash on Disney or not, like it's just, it's insane. Every, there's so many people that love Disney for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. You can love it for the business aspect. You can love it for the imagination aspect. You can love it for the film aspect. There's like that whole umbrella of, of what, what Disney yeah. is. And then like what it means to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then like, um, so many different people either, you know, quit their jobs. They go, they, they think like, I talked to somebody, right? He's a he was a he's a former cast member, and uh, he's like, yeah, man, I was a lawyer. Hey, I, and you're you're working here? He's like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I love it here, man. I love it. My family's here. Everybody's here. Um, I, it's just like I guess he wanted to be in the bubble, and he did, it, yeah. And it, it was just it made him feel good, and I and seeing that's the thing I respect about it. It's just like it's like yeah, there's some pros and cons to it, but at the end of the day. 
if it makes you feel good, then it hey, makes whatever. you feel good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I good. mean, Say yeah, it. that's like I think the two big things for me are like Disney and travel, and I've found a way to like to combine incorporate both. Yeah, yeah. And that's very cool. It's really cool because I have an aunt that I'm super close with, um, and she's um, like she's never been married, never had children, or anything yeah. like that, and we're just like super close. And she traveled a lot too when I was growing up. And then like once I started getting old enough to do that with her, um, we've done like a few trips here and there together, but it was really cool that I've now been able to take her to, cause I went to Disneyland Paris first with a friend and then I took her back and it makes you feel so good. Right. Like I had my, like my park comp tickets, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, guys, like if come y'all come, in. y'all come in, like especially because now I have like the house here, and it's like, yeah, d- dude, just come, come, come stay here. with me, yeah, come everything's here, yeah, free. like you can get, the, you can do whatever I will you set want. You up, yeah, yes. like people dream about this. Yes, all you gotta do is pay for that flight. I know COVID sucks, but so you know, see, like it just makes me feel good that I can share that with like other, especially family members. Like some of my, a lot of my family haven't experienced that Disney experience, and yeah. I'm just like. No, no, dude. I'll come, take care of you. Come here. Like, I'll, I'll give you that whole experience. Y'all ready to walk? Because I'm telling you, this is a workout. <laughs> Put your shoes on. Yes. It's so funny because she will walk circles around me. Like, That's crazy. I, you know, because, like, when you live here, you kind of take it for granted. So you're like, oh, 100%. you know, like, I'll come for the parks for a few hours and then I'll leave or whatever. Um, and then she's like, no, you know, we're waking up, we're doing rope drop all the way to like kiss goodnight at the castle, like her 12. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I need a break. And she's like, no, we're going, we're going, let's go. I remember though. Um, so one of the, it was really, it was really nice because last year we went to, um, Tokyo Disney. So I went first when I was visiting my friend and then I was like, and Cheryl, you have to go to Tokyo (laughs) Disney It's so cool. (laughs) And we were looking up tickets of $600. (laughs) which like that's i mean six hundred dollars is well, a lot on. of money but Wait, that's cheap. is that is that incorporated to like dollars or because oh no yeah six hundred us dollars what to fly from oh from pit kidding never mind to fly yeah yeah yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, oh. okay Okay, wait, I'll give you a little a little rundown. All okay, right. so it was $600 for us to fly from Pittsburgh to Tokyo. That makes sense. So $600 round trip per person. That's really yes, not that bad. That's not that bad. That's why I was like getting confused. I'm like, Disney tickets are $600? $600. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, the tickets there are actually cheaper than Disney tickets here. Shit. So I think we went to the parks. So there's two parks. We went four days. Yeah for less than $300 okay. or like $300 okay. just about. So, and then the hotel that we stayed at was like kind of like a, um, good neighbors, like sister yeah, property yeah, yeah, that yeah, they had yeah. like hundred bucks a night. So, I mean, it was really affordable. I mean, like the ticket was probably our biggest expense when we mm-hmm. were there. Japan's not the cheapest country, but like it was still cool. And I got to take her and we get like, we're at the airport and we're trying to figure out like our situation, like how we're going to get from the airport to, um, where we were staying at. And she just kind of looked at me and she was like, you know, Thank you so much. Like I never would have come here if it hadn't been for you. And 100%. my heart just was like, oh, okay. Disney did this. Yeah, like it's Disney like, did that, you know. It's and like, but I'm Disney. <laughs> it's like something that we bond over. It's exactly, so cool. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, it, here's and here's here's um, especially coming up with the upbringing, especially like people that I guess don't realize like how much Disney impacts so many lives. And I, I think I I go back to if you go to Disney when you're young and you. I think I think that will kind of like inspire you. Um, doesn't matter. Just go try try a lot of new things. I I, I would say like uh, my parents did everything they could to do go to Sea World, go go to the beach, go go just take us places. And I think at that point, that's what kind of really inspired me to actually like go like do just it, yeah. do it. And I think 
I think that's that's the key thing, especially like I can't give I'm dumb as fuck. Let's let's clarify that. <laughs> but uh, no advice here. But like, um, if you do have like kids, dude, take them out. Go, go let them see more. Ex- yeah, like, show them. Yes, yeah. Because at that point, I think that's what's gonna inspire them to kind of like want to do more when they're older. Because I feel like that's especially like your upbringing. Like you you went and traveled so many places that now you're you're traveling the world Without at, at some point you're gonna be out of this world I'm, going to astronaut land or something i am 100 percent um convinced that i am the reason my mom has all of the gray hair that she does <laughs> well, at, <laughs> some point, you, at some point we're all gonna have gray hair so it's okay yeah but <laughs> i think it was like premature like i think i definitely gave it to her like she you know it, it's at 19 sorry, years mom. old yeah sorry mom um at if 19 years old this, i'm like Hey mom, I'm gonna leave the country for six weeks. See you later. She's like, but do you know anyone? Dude, no. That's, like, see, that's just a good mom. Like, if they worry about you, yeah, man, it's fine. She's never told me no, but no. like, I always feel like I have to run things through her first. Yeah. So I'm like, hey mom, I'm thinking of buying like a ticket to Thailand, like for a month. Like, what do you think? And, and she's, she's like, like sure, I guess, yeah. And like then she goes to your dad, and she's like, <laughs> what the? What is wrong with her? Yeah. You know, like, like, I, I mean, I, I love them. Like they, yeah. they definitely raised me to be like a strong, independent like on my own type person yeah. so it was it was not really you know I'm more scared when, like again people are like oh are you scared to travel alone I'm like I'm more scared of sitting in my house doing the Nothing. same thing yeah. day in and day out rather than going to another country because like the, the the saying of like the more you travel like the smaller the world gets like is really true because I used to be terrified like you know like oh my gosh I'm gonna be alone in a foreign country like how do I you know get the train to where I need to go like I don't have I don't have service so I can't look it up on my phone like I don't know the language I don't know this I don't know that and now it's like it's second nature like it's just so easy to for me like in Europe especially uh, I feel like Europe is like my second home like I can just catch a train I can do whatever I need to like easy and it's just it doesn't bother me you know and every time you travel like there's risks of um something going wrong or unforeseen like circumstances but it doesn't really bother me anymore like it irritates me maybe like I get upset like you know my train got canceled now I gotta wait for a new one but like to freak out like not not really as much like you know I think you learn more than just the travel side like yeah patience all this other stuff that you kind of like you you can implement any kind of like daily living but yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I if, and for those people that love the routine, I guess to say, like for those people that love staying at home, you know, doing like nine to fives, dude, all power to you. Like no oh, one, 100%, no, one, no one's 100%. telling, no one's telling you that that's the wrong way of living. Um, we're just saying, like for for even people like I would say, like I would want to put myself in there where I'm just like I don't want to do nine to five either. Mm-hmm. But it's it's like it's it's a very powerful like stance to to say. I, yeah, I want to go travel. I want to go do more. I don't want this whole like traditional side that maybe it won't be beneficial in some sort of, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think later on, like you can always change your mind. Like maybe later on, oh yeah, maybe. Like I'm never going to look back and be like, oh, I regret going 100%. to all these countries. No. Yeah. And, and go ahead. No, you're fine. No, I'm just, I'm super thankful that I have a, a supportive community of friends mm-hmm. that either encourage me to go or go with me yeah. or like, I have one friend, um, Michelle, like I can call her whenever and she'll, uh, she'll be, uh, she'll be on board with you. (laughs) Yeah. Well she, I mean like more so like she knows, um, 
what it's like because she is one of the reasons why I ended up traveling yeah. um, and doing my big like backpacking trip because after she we went to the same college okay and after she graduated um, she went backpacking in Thailand and Southeast Ooh. Asia for six months oh. and then from there she moved to Australia for a year on okay, a work so she, visa yeah she understands like, so yeah yeah, yes, yeah. That's, that's common now like, that's a common interest like people I, I guess you you surround yourself with more people like that the more better it, yeah. I guess it gets for both parties I guess oh yeah and, and when you're traveling like you never meet people who are like questioning you or nah, judging you or nah. like you know like they if you bring up like oh yeah like this one time i was in greece on the beach doing this like they're never gonna be like oh like good for you good you for know? you yeah. yeah they're gonna be like oh yeah like i, oh, I was there too and like it's just yeah, it's easier it's to relate bond, and yeah. talk oh yeah for sure and i have all of my friends like like maria you know yeah, she yeah, just yeah. moved to england for grad school That's my best crazy. friend yeah. um she literally just got there this morning uh or i guess technically yesterday i don't Six hour, five hour time difference. Such a great friend. Right? But yeah, I'm like, <laughs> Maria, if you're watching this, we love you I too. Love you. <laughs> um, no, so like, it's really sad because I'm like, oh man, my best friend's leaving me. You know, I'm not gonna get to see her all the yeah. time anymore. But then I'm like, my best friend is going to grad school in England because that's what she wanted to she do. Wanted to do. Yeah. And she made that happen. Like, yeah, man, you're not wrong. Like my best friend, um, love him to death. He's his name's Andrew, not this one, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, other Andrew. Yeah. And, uh, this dude, we and him like clicked so well. We were best friends. It, we met at the DCP mm. and, uh, it's just like so weird how much you like meet when you meet like new people, you meet, um, so many different minds and, and, uh, some people that just it truly inspire you. And it's like, it's like, nah, he's got to finish school. Like he, he knows what he wants to do at some point in our lives. We're going to, we're going to see each other again. Yeah. And, but oh, like, for sure. and that's the thing, like, like technology is a great thing and you can always like, like, he catches up with me. I catch up with him and we just kind of like, hey, man. yeah. And it's like normal. Like it's like from, even though we're far away, it's like, you know, that bond is still there. It's, and that's crazy. Yeah. Like her and I, we met on our DCP. Yeah. See? My second one. Yeah. Shout out to the DCP. Look at Disney. I know, Look at man. Disney. Like this, this, the Disney DCP just connects people. It's, just, it's, it's crazy. magical. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I, like I've made other connections through my DCP where like, I've hit them up when I'm in their country or yeah. their state or whatever. Yeah. And I go visit them. The ICP. Like, you know, like, all of yeah, that. yeah exactly like you know all the international kids like yeah. they come over and you make friends with them and then they go home and then you're like oh like hey i'm gonna be in new zealand like can i come through like you know and that's actually that's another way that i've saved money when i travel um like one of my friends she um what she studied abroad at my school okay and then we became friends and she's french and she this is the same one i was talking about earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. She let me like stay at her house for five days, and then um, we, it was in Lyon, which is like the eastern kind of side of France, and uh, yeah, like east of Paris yeah, and okay. kind of south. Yeah. But um, we were there. It's like ninety-eight degrees. She lives on the fourth floor. No elevator. No air conditioning. We're sitting in her apartment, just like baking. Like I'm just I'm dripping sweat, you know. <laughs> and she was like, "Hey, my boyfriend's grandma has a house out in the countryside. Like it's gonna be cooler out there. Do you want to go?" And I was like. Okay, okay sure why not yeah. you know i'm not even kidding you i pull up to like a mansion like a straight up like chateau from like the 1700s like some of these house like some of the rooms in this house are completely like unchanged from when they were built when were, they were built like yeah. it had like no ac fit, no oh, ac no yeah, ac yeah, but yeah. like it, it, you're in the country so it's yeah, cooler it you cooler. got that draft coming yeah. in um had like 15 bedrooms or some crazy amount or whatever. And I was just like, holy crap. Like if I hadn't met my friend and like been friends with her at college, then I would have never like came to see her and that, you know, and it's just technology keeps you in touch with everyone. 100%. Like you feel like you, you know what they're doing, yes. even if you haven't talked to them exactly. in like a few months exactly. or weeks. FaceTime, you know, Skype, all those things. There, there's some beneficial things to it, especially like, 
I'm on the side where we should limit technology, mm-hmm. but for the good of like not social the social media side, right? Technology is still a good thing. Yeah, you know. And so for that for that reason, you're right. Like I, uh, you can connect with so many people, and that's I think that's the interconnection with uh, that alone. Yeah. I think you appreciate that, and I met like you're right some people from New Zealand, from Australia, from Brazil, and it's just like wow, what are they doing? What how are they? What's that? It's just like yeah, yeah, like yeah. And it, it, that's, it's, I'm just amazed how much the DCP had like brought that got to, that to yeah, you. Yeah. Like, Hey, I, there's a mansion I would have never thought I would see. And that's it's, so insane. It's kind of a running joke in my family. Like, Oh, you, you know, people everywhere. Cause like every time we would go somewhere or like I'd go somewhere, yeah. I, they'd be like, Who, which friend are you with today? Like, you know, cause I just hit up people <laughs> like people. randomly. Yeah. yeah like, uh, stayed with my friend in Japan, um, for two weeks she was living over there teaching English and yeah. it just, it, you just meet people. And like, speaking of technology traveling, oh, technology. well, no, not really, but, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, we can. no, just, I have like, I was, I was trying to like do a little pre-planning just thinking of like all the stuff that I wanted to like bring up. Go ahead. Um, and like my phone is my best friend when I'm traveling. Uh-huh. Like I can do everything on my phone and like, I don't know, you know, back in the nineties, early two thousands when this really wasn't like a thing, like yeah. how did, I don't know. I don't know if I could have done it. Like I probably should, I could have, but did like it would have been a lot harder. You and Mitch had, okay. So Mitch brought up something, right? He, uh, he's like, dude, I want to go. I was like, I, I, I was working with, cause he was in bell services and yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was like the old geezers that, that they were just talking to me. He's like, man, before technology, we, me and my friends would, uh, get, just get in the car, get a bunch of cash and drive across the country. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I want to do that. I want to see if we can leave our phones. He's like, leave our phones at our house. Uh, He's like, just grab a map, get a bunch of cash, get a group of friends that want to go. And I was just like, okay so you're bringing this this side you're like my phone is my best friend i need my phone whenever yeah I travel. well i mean like it's just i think it's maybe a little bit of a comfort thing okay. because i am alone a lot like especially when like maybe if i get to a place and i meet up with someone and we're traveling together but like okay I'll, so with a group maybe it'd be different yeah but like a lot of well maybe not even because like a lot of um a lot of my actual travel travel like when you're on the plane the train the whatever is by myself yeah. oh okay so yeah. like for me it's it's nice like i have you know, um, Google saves my life basically. Cause like Google, um, maps, you can download offline maps and then you don't need internet when you're, you know, cause when you're in a foreign country, you don't have internet. So like you can download the map and then look up where you need to go. And it tells it's you, tell, it still tells you like, it tells you like in Japan, especially cause the train system in Japan is insane. Yeah. Um, it will tell you like color coded what line you need to get where it's going what stop you need to get off on where you need to transfer like everything and it'll tell you like down to the minute like when this train is supposed to arrive Mm -hmm. and so it's so easy to like plug that into my phone and know where i'm gonna go and so it's just like a, a source of comfort like i said but then also you know like to look up like accommodations or like flights or and you know uh, boarding passes because a lot yeah. of like cheap airlines will charge you to print your boarding passes so you have your boarding pass on your phone um google translate um google translate is a blessing in disguise yes and it, i think it's just gonna keep i don't know if it's a good or bad thing but i just think it's a it's a it's a great thing especially travelers for for travelers oh yeah um man i feel like you're learning the language and it just feels like you know you can 
yeah. you want to communicate that way, I think that would be a different story. But Google Translate, I think it's it's perfect for anybody that is. Like if you're, tra- yeah. say you're at the supermarket and you're trying to find something and you can't figure it out, yeah. you just type in like fish and it yeah. translates like fish he's to. Like, ah. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, fish, fish, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's really it's great for that. Um, yes. A lot of conversations have been held over <laughs> Google Translate, <laughs> um, which I think that's a language barrier is probably like something that people are always worried about. You think um, that's what stops people from trying? I think a lot of people. It, a lot of things stop a lot of people, <laughs> but it's, it's I think funny. being scared, fear, fear is what I think fear. fear of fear of whatever it is, you know, the communication, the language, the being alone, the money, the whatever, the fear is what stops them um, from doing it. But yeah, like the language barrier, I will say this time and time and time again, we are so blessed to have been born in the USA or in an English speaking country um, because English is a universal language now. Yes. Like even in countries such as like Thailand and Japan where like the, the lettering is not even the same. Like you look at it and you're like, I don't, can't even. I think English is the universal language. I feel like, uh, Oh, it really is. Yes. No, 100%. Uh, and, um, the reason I say that is just cause when I was taking French, uh, they were saying we are the second largest, uh, language spoke spoken in, in the world and I was like is it after Chinese and no it was Spanish and it, mm-hmm. yeah Spanish and then French but then uh, I was thinking like oh where, where, where do we put English as like well English is is universal now it's not really yeah, it's like, not like it's, a yeah it's like it's used everywhere so it's like that's that's not like maybe we could say it's the most commonly used but it's the the universal language that everybody knows well like in japan again with the signs it'll have it in japanese and then in little letters underneath in english okay and so a lot of the times it's like they speak um people speak like a little bit of english wherever you go which is incredibly awesome like you know i i run into this all the time where i meet somebody and i'm like oh do you speak english and they're like oh my my english isn't good or like whatever it is and then i'm like i'll ask them a question and then like full-blown english will come out of their mouth and i'm like I could never it's, it's, like it's sweet i well especially being hispanic like i uh, like maybe i don't know if you know like a lot of talents that don't know english but it's like the ones that do want to learn english and stuff like that they it's it's that struggle but i like people can comprehend and understand it yeah and and uh that i i still respect it to the point where i'm like i was at that point i didn't know yeah. I, I didn't know a lick of it like i was i grew up knowing nothing but spanish and then that transition it was just like it was easy to the point where I knew more English than Spanish and I was losing Spanish. And I was like, no, 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 no. I got to stay on that. A hundred percent. If I ever have kids, they are learning from a young age, a different language. Exactly. Because that's, that's basically what it is. So when I was in the Netherlands, they speak Dutch, you know, and we would, I was in a bar and we're like, there people were having conversations around me and I wasn't even realizing they were doing it in English, even though they're not like, they're not, they're, they're they, not English. Yeah, yeah. like they, they, they're not from America <laughs> yeah. or, you know, Australia or whatever. Or like England, like, you yeah. know, like that, that, that sort of English. And when I was in Thailand, like we were with a group of people just kind of from like all over the world. And two of my friends were Dutch and they were speaking in English, even when they would speak to each other. Yeah. Like we're That's all crazy. sitting at a table, but they were doing it. Oh, I, I had asked them about it and they were like, well, you know, we just think it's kind of rude to like speak another language when everyone here can understand us in English, even if we are just talking to each other, because we don't want them to think, you know, like we're talking bad or like, you know, it was very, it was cool of them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I have a friend who I FaceTime regularly because he's French and he wants to learn English. So we talk a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's so cool to like, listen to him because he just, I love his French accent, but (laughs) see, and there's like so many accents too that like Spanish, just Spanish alone. There's like so many, 
there's like a Mexican accent, there's a Puerto Rican accent, Dominican, there's like Dominican, yeah. like, oh, even yeah, Spain, like, like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's like they, corazón, and all the way yeah. they say the H's <laughs> and stuff, it's like, it's, it's, it's cool to me to kind of like know what they're saying, what they're trying to mean, but like, it's, there's like certain point, like, uh, some words just don't make sense in the Mexican accent world. So it's like the decipheredness where I was just like, oh, this is fun. I love doing this. That's like, I compare it to like uh, an American person went and talked to like someone from like the British countryside and you guys are talking to each other and you're like, uh, that happened to me from uh, a couple guys from Australia. We were in Switzerland and they were talking to each other Yeah, and they're kind of from like out in like the bush. So like they're Uh in the countryside and like they're talking and I'm like, I know you're speaking English, but I, I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> like, I was just like, I have no idea what you're saying. It's like so fast or yeah. like, like they're just they've got plumbing. their slang yeah. and then they like say their words yeah. weirdly. And I was yeah. like, I don't even. What, is, what does this word mean? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What? Yeah. Can you slow that down yeah. for me? Or like maybe speak a little, you know, a little differently. A little, but... a little differently. I, and it, that's awesome. Like that's, uh, I just think language is a big thing that uh, one, people should I think wow people whenever they you want to learn a different language and stuff like that but I think it's just an appreciation for people around the world like you because I know Spanish I can visit all of the Americas mm-hmm. and because I know somewhat French I'm like I don't mind going to France and I don't mind going to Af- some parts of Africa just to like uh, try to like figure it out but that's or like Morocco yeah see? or like the, yeah Middle East exactly so it's like it's like it's insane how how that like just because I want to learn a different language, you can, you would want to at least visit half of the hemisphere of of the world. Right. And it's like, I, I, I don't know. People would need to do that. I feel like. I just like, I wouldn't let it. I think it's awesome that you're learning so many language. And I think if you know a language, it makes it easier to learn more languages. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Well, Latin. It, I think yeah, it's, it's like uh, that so one's similar. There. Yes. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know anything. Like if I, if I would pick up German or like, like um i don't know if that stems from i uh, maybe but uh i'm thinking of like uh if i were to learn chinese or it's completely like, different yes that's it's a whole different a whole new thing yeah yes. whereas like latin so like with my little bit of spanish root um like knowledge no italian italian so stems, similar yeah. yeah and so they they were um, they were trying to teach me a little bit of italian um when i was there so like i picked up a few words and a lot of it like is really similar yeah. like um, to say like Banyo is like pretty yeah. similar and things Dean like Martin, that. So that's funny. My host family, they have a daughter that I keep yeah. in contact with. And I was like, Oh, Dean, Dean Martin's from my hometown. Shut up. Fun fact. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Steubenville, Ohio yeah. represent. Well, I'm sorry. Dean you, Martin, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, uh, so Dean Martin's from my hometown, but yeah. So I sent her a thing and I was like, Oh, do you know Dean Martin? She's like, I have no idea who that is. I was like, you should listen to his music. He sings in Italian. Yeah. And she texted me back like five minutes later. And she's like, his accent is horrible. <laughs> I was like, Oh, I see. But that's the thing. It's just like, I can understand what he's saying. Like, yeah. And that's what, cause, um, well, if a white person speaks in like Spanish to me, I can understand what they're saying. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, and but it's, if a Spanish person does it, I'm like, uh, that's good. No, lo siento, lo siento. Más despacio. Uh, seis, seis pies. Seis pies. Six feet, please. No, that's awesome. Um, no. Okay. So keep going with this. Like, I think where, where I'm getting at right now is that, um, COVID sucks. Yes. COVID, COVID is horrible. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, this whole year of 2020 has been like a stagnated year for anybody. Um, I think you, you're you kind of like, and I, I would say this for anybody that comes onto my podcast, I just think it's like an inspirational 
um, viewpoint for people to like see like there is an opportunity to do shit mm-hmm. like uh, and for people that love to travel especially for like being a woman like they would ask you like um aren't you scared like don't you need anybody like it's like no like be really, co- yeah, yeah it's like be, be confident in where you're kind of going but at the same time it's like you're that breath of fresh air that can give somebody like that like that chance right you know so i i would like to think that i'm inspired some people no <laughs> like you said even if it only packs like one or two people that's like that's you know i've had friends text me like oh i started a um uh savings account like specifically for travel because of you or, you're like oh that's cute yeah like, thanks. like, like yeah that makes that makes me feel good like yeah. if you if you think about me or like i've inspired you to do something like let me know because that makes me feel great you know exactly exactly no and that's the reason why i was like no you you have a cool story that can kind of like thank you bring up especially like upbringing for for people like uh there there there's more than just exactly what i saw like or like yeah exactly and this is why i love like for you to come on the podcast for you to kind of extend that extend that uh ideal thing and um I don't know. Where do you see yourself in the next 10, five years? I mean, what do you, what's, what's the new plan for? I feel like I'm in an interview, um, for a job. (laughs) So, Uh, so, um, it says here on your resume that, uh, it's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, for the, I don't, I, I actually really am not a huge fan of like the five, 10, 15 life plan thing. Everything Um, happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I'm kind of just letting it go. You know, like I don't, I kind of still have thoughts of living in Australia for a year or moving back to, you know, Europe for a little bit yes. or moving to a different state. Like I still have like all of these thoughts. I I'm literally constantly planning like five to 10 trips, like in my head at all times. So what do you do? Do you like, do you want, it's like, okay, I think I want to go to here. Do you have like a map? And then you're just like, I haven't visited this. Is that how you plan it? Or do you kinda. just kind of, really? So I, I, I gather inspiration from other travelers, um, from social media, Pinterest, like things like that, where, you know, I've seen somebody post uh, the bucket list family. I don't know if oh, you follow them. Yeah, um, yeah great. Um, what's his name? Some Adam G or some Garrett G. Garrett. 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 Garrett G. Yeah, I met them. They came to Disney. Yeah, I, and did I you met meet them? them. Yes, yes, yes. Um, they're they're really they're cool. awesome. They have Man. three kids and exactly. they travel full time. Yeah, like yeah. anyone can travel. Man, I'm thinking about like like how are those kids gonna like like grow up they're like, gonna be insane I know. they're just gonna be the smartest kids in the room at all what times some, i know There's, and i was just like man all these dumb people don't even know what the heck like this <laughs> he created snapchat i think right he the qr code oh okay okay. like okay. you know when you yeah, scan yeah, yeah. things when you scan he, yeah he created that Damn, man. but what i what i like about them is that like he so he made he made this um qr code whatever and he made he sold it to snapchat and yeah. he made a lot of money off of it um, but what he did is he took all that money and he stuck it aside and he put it into like a, you know, savings account or whatever for his kids and for his family in the future. 100%. Um, so when they decided they wanted to do full-time travel, they sold all of their belongings, everything. everything. Um, and then they just started doing like, they took the, what they made from their savings and they started traveling that way. And then like, they just started posting, writing blogs, like reaching out to people for partnerships. And like, as they started to grow, that's where they got like their free stays, their money, you know, like their but, paid partnerships, yeah, like all that. And stuff like that. So came later on. basically, yes, technically like they did have money, but they didn't use it mm-hmm. to get started. And they are now, they have like 2 million followers on social media. Yeah, that's a lot. And they do all these paid partnerships. They do all these like trips and everything. Um, and that's, it's a huge inspiration to me, but I see them go places. Um, Kara and Nate counting countries. Um, even just like some small, smaller, um, like niche Instagram, uh, profiles like I follow right. and they're like, Oh, I went to this place. And like, they're, they're constantly posting like my entire Instagram feed is like 
pictures of like travel where like, you go ev- yeah Everything. like where other people are at currently it makes me jealous and i'm like oh, and i need to go there you know and so um i just i kind of like draw inspiration from that and if i see somewhere that i really want to go you know I, I i to me though like if someone came up to me and they're like you want to go to like such and such country and it wasn't on my list i'll be like yeah sure 100 i don't know like i'm not gonna say no to like a trip you know like yeah. i'm uh, to, to like a new place you mm-hmm. know so that's kind of how like I draw my inspiration. And then from there, what I do is I start planning. So I get on Google flights and Google flights That's is amazing. The first thing. I think it's just the, the, flight the flights are killer. Yeah. You always have to look at flights, food and accommodation. Cause those are going to be okay. your three biggest spendings. Yeah. So flights, like you get on Google flights and what's cool about Google flights is you can type in where you want to go and then you can leave the dates open. So then it'll tell you like through the month or even in like the year, when's the cheapest time to fly somewhere. Okay. So instead of paying $800 to get to England, you could pay $300 in November and it'd be in, like so much cheaper. So much cheaper. And then um, from there, like once I get my flight booked and make sure, you know, I always do like a quick search of like, you know, is this a safe place to go? Mm. Um like, is their government stable right now? Or like things like that. Like, obviously there's some places in the world right now you probably don't want to visit that are, you know, Hong Kong was going through a lot of stuff, um, just recently with their government and protests and things like that. And so you just kind of want to like be cautious of it, especially if you are scared, like just kind of, you know, get, get, become knowledgeable, like research it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll do that and just make sure, you know, it's, I feel comfortable as a safe place that I feel like I, I could go. Um, and then I'll start getting on Pinterest and looking at like different things I want to do. Cause Pinterest always has like five places to go when you blah, visit blah, blah. Kyo- yeah, Kyoto. People put blogs up there too. Oh, oh I put my like, blogs on there. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, so for sure. See, that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I feel like, um, it's the glamour part of it that like people, it gravitates the to showcase people. part yeah, of it. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's the I did all side. this work for, uh, <laughs> air quotes if air anyone quotes. not watching yeah. air quotes. I do all this work, um, for the, for these cool pictures. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So then Pinterest, I start looking it up. Uh, hostel world is an amazing app. It's kind of like, it's literally like Airbnb, Okay. but for hostels Hostels. and you can pull up a map and it'll show you like ratings, how much it is a night, um, reviews, pictures, everything. And you just go through and you know, some people like, you're like, Oh, hostels. Like that's gross. Like whatever. I have stayed in some incredible hostels. Like they have been insanely clean. Like, cheap you know everything that you're looking for and you just go through and you read the reviews like right just make sure that it doesn't look like it's it's, you it's know, shady, shady as fuck yeah, yeah just, yeah. just kind of like do your due diligence anybody that's kind of like going into that stuff and uh, i mean do you think this is for everybody mm, no i think travel is for anybody if you want to go even if like you just want to go for like a week and go somewhere new or, you know, it's right. like, as I was saying, you know, you go to, um, yeah, Myrtle you go beach for, every you go for year. long periods of time. Uh, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I usually, the farther it is, the longer I like to go. So like if it's in Australia, I would like rather go for a couple months than just a week, you know? Okay. Um, so when I was in Thailand, I flew for three and a half weeks instead of just a week. Cause that's a, it's a long flight, you know? Right. Um, but Europe like is so easily accessible now. It's only a six hour flight to, mo- to, you know, most places. So, um, that I could go for two weeks there and that'd be fine. Yeah. But I mean, like even if you don't want to do a full time backpacking, living, you know, out of a literally just your backpack backpack. on your back, like traveling, if you, if you want to go somewhere and you have like an inkling of like, Oh man, like this place looks really cool. I want to check it out. Don't limit yourself and be like, Oh, I can never go there. Like start planning it. Like see what it would look like. You know, I, I've, like I said, I've already come up with like, 20 plans of like all these different things that I could do. And I'm constantly like looking at Google flights and how I can make this happen and everything. Yeah. But 
like even if you just want to go for a week or you just go for a weekend or explore something that you like you didn't you would never normally done like that to me is like when you say oh is this for everyone no backpacking is not for everyone but traveling is for everyone yeah uh, i mean backpacking is a whole way i was talking to uh mitchell about that but we were talking about like some stories about backpacking up in the mountains and stuff oh yeah and no i don't do that no yeah <laughs> that's not for everybody uh glamping you can definitely do that oh i'll like, glamp i'll yeah. glamp all day long yeah 100 yeah. percent. Yeah, but what i meant was like I think I'm disagreeing with you here because I'm I'm um, I'm a firm believer, especially just the way I think we're very nomadic people. Like like humans are very humans, nomadic, yeah. and so I think staying put is uh, is I think it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And I'm trying to think of like maybe you need a home or what is home like a sort home of base. A, yeah. yeah. And then like from there, once you have that home base, go. Yeah. And um what I'm trying to say is that like, there's a reason why I like di- uh, like, like different views, especially like when I think of work, when I was thinking of like of, of merchandise and just mm-hmm. like, I can work at all these different places. Whoa, heck yeah. It's just a new environment every day. Yeah. And it just, it was never, it was never like a, a, a like a constant routine thing. And then because of that, I do, I, I'm thinking, I'm like, is, is that, sh- is this for everybody? Like, I feel like everybody, or does everybody does some people does everyone like, feel like yeah, this or, or is does, it just me yeah, yeah. it's like it does or do people just like routine also well i mean personally i believe i know people don't agree with me but like it's a we're all about disagreements you yeah know? it's yeah. a social construct of you know you need to um do well in high school to do well in college to get a good like um scholarship to do well in college to get the good internship oh, to we're get the good this? job okay, okay. and you know like to get the good job afterwards to get a mortgage and get you know you acquire all this stuff and make payments on it that stuff that you really don't need um and this kind of comes into minimalism have you heard of i was gonna get into that here in a little bit yeah. but this is why i was like i brought up is this for everybody because tiny house living has got my attention so much and i think we're living right now in this age and maybe it's a social construct. And I think it might, might be it just because of like traditionally the American dream. Yes. And all, that, and all yeah. that stuff where it came from. And I'm just thinking this is why a lot of people are in debt. They just don't know how to like manage their monies just right, because we're right. spending on stupid shit. And I'm just like, well, okay. So at a certain point, how do I limit that? Or should I limit that or get right. rid of everything and just a focus on the experience, I guess. So that this is why I'm asking, like, do you think it's for, for everybody? And, and like, but I, but the, the reason that I'm kind of disagreeing on that is because I've met people and I've talked to people and I have this conversation regularly where like, I'm just they, glad it's on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like I, I've talked to these people where, you know, like my brother, for example, is yeah. an extreme introvert. He is totally fine with sitting in his room for 12 hours a day and playing video games. That's what he loves to do. Okay. And is that he, what, is that what an introvert is? They just love to stay. I feel like there's some introverts that love to still go out. Just don't. Well, socialize. he's. The, but I mean, but he just he has like he two, just two friends, and yeah. he'll see them like once a week or so whatever like, it is. He, like he feels like he's a homebody. He's fine with being home alone and yeah. being alone. Like he's you know he yeah. just doesn't really do a lot yeah. like with other people. Um, even his girlfriend. Like his girlfriend's like, oh, you know, we should go to the beach this weekend. He's like, you can go, but I'm gonna just sit in my room. And I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, Nick, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, but like you know him and some friends from back home or like any people like I don't know if it's just maybe they haven't been exposed to things so they don't know it or mm-hmm. maybe that's just like what they truly genuinely like and they want. And for you know him, like that's what he likes to do. Like okay. he, I don't think I would ever get him on a trip to like another country with me. I don't just don't feel like I don't I can't picture him like doing that. You know. 
And so like okay. for him, like he, he likes to, you know, just go to work or sit and come home and sit in his room or wh- whatever it is. Like he just, that's just what makes him happy. Like yeah. he doesn't have a desire to really go do those things. I don't think. Unless, unless you'd like to prove me wrong, Nick, no, text uh, me uh, after uh, the show. <laughs> <laughs> like he, um, he sounds like a lot of people I know. I'm not, yeah. and, and like, uh, I'm trying to think and maybe give them the benefit of the doubt just cause I feel like maybe the more they explore, maybe the more they feel. But even they, before they be I explored, yeah. I felt the need to go. Yeah. But see, so, there, maybe when they explore, there's a sense of discomfort. Do we feel that whenever we, we like to explore? Yeah, I like being in new places. I thrive in that. Right, but yeah. does it? Do you feel that discomfortness with that comes with that? A little bit. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, like there's always a, a level of discomfort. Um, but you know, it's not so, as it's probably big for them. Like the discomfortness yeah. for them. So oh, this, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and and from there, I'm trying to think like maybe they just don't like that discomfort. Maybe right. they just like knowing what they know. You know. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and this is why I'm saying like, uh, uh, the accumulation and it makes me go back to like minimalism and stuff. It's like accumulation of stuff. I I think, uh, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, especially like personally for me. No, I don't, I don't like it. Um, you don't own a lot of stuff then I feel like, I feel like you live out of your car. (laughs) Um, kind of yes and no. Once I decided to do my backpacking trip, um, I did start like kind of getting rid of stuff, selling, mm-hmm. donating, whatever. And then, um, once I traveled, I was like, I lived for X amount of months with just the stuff on my back. I don't need all this other stuff. You know right. what I mean? Um, so when I came home, my family, we have like a four bedroom house and it's, it's pretty big. And yeah. like you know, all of my stuff from like, Thunder. I know it's raining. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all my stuff from like my childhood and all, you know, all this stuff is just in there from like years and years and years of accumulating. Yeah. And so I was like, mom, I'm bored. I don't really have too much going on. Like I was working part-time just like online. And, um, I was like, I'm going to clean the house. (laughs) So I went through like the entire basement and just like donated like boxes and boxes and boxes. And like, you know, went through all the rooms in our house and just like, like it was so freeing. Yeah. Like like a giant weight. It wasn't even all my stuff, but I was just like, go. (laughs) I feel like that's, that should say something. Like, I feel like the more shit you have. I feel like the more you're weighed down by it. Yeah. And so that's for me, like it's all about my priorities. I prioritize travel. So I don't want to spend money or lock myself into something that has a big payment. Okay. But if your fun is, you know, buying a motorhome or a, um, side by side or whatever it is that has a payment on it and you enjoy using that like on the weekends and stuff, Go, like go, go ahead like, yeah, do it yeah. like that's what you want to spend it on but for me personally because i don't want to be weighed down with all of these different payments every month so that i can put all of my money into travel i, I don't prioritize that so i don't buy a lot of things i don't try to you know i'm a very uh window shopper like big, <laughs> big window shopper like i'm like ah oh, that looks so cute so cool but i don't need it and and that i think we get you come caught back up. and then you're just like i want it yeah no i don't do that <laughs> but i think we get caught up in instant gratification and the, the oh, high that the high that like purchasing stuff whoa. makes you feel instant gratification oh yeah okay uh okay um is i mean that, i mean i'm i'm definitely you know i've fallen victim to that time well, and time again i mean we all do i do it i'm no one's perfect i'm just that's what i'm saying like but i think instant gratification what do you see? Is it a pro or a con? I think both. Um, One outweighs the other, or do you feel like it's like... Because now you're putting it in other aspects because you're probably like instant gratification in 
technology instant gratification and right and, that's and, kind of i'm kind yeah. of like in my mind i'm like boxing right. it out right now like instant gratification of like um i was just reading a book um yesterday and it was saying like oh you know uh, it only took nine weeks for this letter to reach me and i was like nine weeks <laughs> i can send a text message in two seconds um and i think those types of like instant gratification and like things like that i enjoy um but like i think it, it kind of has like taken away some of our patience and our ability to like wait and like you know things like that so yeah, like we want it now yeah like, give it to me now yeah and I, I think with shopping like you see something and you're like yeah. i want it and then you don't really think about like well, how many times am I going to use this? Is this really going to be, if it's not useful to you, then like, do you really need it? You know, like there's so many things that just sit and you just stare at it day after day and you're like, do I really need that? You know, like, but you bought I, it and then you're like, I, I spent money on it. So now I have to keep it, you yeah. know? And then all of a sudden you just got a house full of stuff that you don't use you don't or like, use. yeah. So I try to, I try to be like very conscious of that. I listened to somebody and I wish I knew the name, the name off the top of my head. It's a minimalist podcast and they wrote a book. Uh, um, is it the ones that created the the show on Netflix? They have like a wait. Minimal- is it the two guys? Yeah, like Nick Ryan Nicodemus or something like something that. Something like that. But oh I know, man, I feel I bad. No, I don't feel bad. If they if if they by any if they ever watch this, this, I'm so sorry that I forgot your podcast. Hey, name. man, I never heard your podcast, but but I I was listening to. Do them. You ever want to come on? It's come very on. inspiring. They're very they're I, very inspiring I think, people. I, yeah, I think there's a a sense of inspiration with stuff like that. Like like. It doesn't matter what it is, but it, it. I feel like people now more than ever need some help in in that in that aspect. Yeah. And so, that part of life, I just think like that could really benefit the financials, and then you can really right. benefit because the, people spend money they exactly. don't have. Exactly, and and that's why it brings me to debt and all that shit. Though I'm like, fuck, we fall in victim to that all the time, and but mm-hmm. it's, it's like. It's like, well, because again, this society construct of you need stuff to be successful. Mm. Oh, if you have a big house, if you have a fancy car, mm-hmm. if you have this, you're considered successful in society's eyes. Yeah. And that's not always necessarily true. Exactly. You know, like my experiences make me successful. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that's why, like, I, um, I feel like a lot of people now and totally generalizing here, but I feel like it's just like the idea of like how much debt we're in and all this other stuff that we we're in this crisis, like, of of instant gratification that i feel like that stems deeply into like um your mind because now we we look for instant gratification in everything right everything relationships uh um like social media we just want to be reassured it's that dopamine dopamine effect that hit yeah yeah it's just like it, once it hits you it's like fuck it's a generation thing i think you think I think we are definitely shifting because, you know, our parents were raised in like a time of, you know, if you, that whole thing I was just laying out earlier and now it's a lot, definitely I feel a lot more comfortable and confident talking to people my age because I, about this stuff, because I think they understand it a lot more. What are, 95, 96, 94? I was born in 93. 93? Still. Okay. So I don't know where the (laughs) cusp. Thank you for that. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't know the cusp. I'm a millennial. Exactly. I don't know the cusp of that, that shit, but I just know like I didn't grow up with a lot of technology either, mm. but I was like, I was 96 baby. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. There, there's people born in the 2000s that are 18 already. Yeah. And I tell this to everybody that's on the podcast because I like talking to people our age because I feel like we're like the last of a, of a like very weird generation. Yeah. That yeah. we knew before all this instant gratification. But we also now know like the other side of it too. Yes. Yeah. Cause like kids 2018, you know, like, who graduated in 2018, they probably had phones at like, you know, fifth grade or like fourth yeah. grade. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have one until I was iPads like, when they were. Yeah. When did you well, have, when was your first phone? 
Hmm. Uh, like my first smartphone? Mo, my first flip phone. Oh, Ooh, oh, I had a razor. The razor is back. I had a razor in middle school. Um, and then I had the sliding keyboard one. Oh, dude. I just, man, you look so cool when you just type away. Um, and then I had, uh, maybe freshman or sophomore year, I had like a droid and droid. it kept breaking and I was like, I want an iPhone. The and beginning I, of droid was it were shit. I, oh, I, they were yeah, terrible. They yeah. were very terrible. A they lot were of like those, paperweights. Yeah. They, and, and I think, um, it's weird because, oh man, uh, I, the razor, I had it, like, it was a hand-me-down razor that I had for my brother, and it was, like, indestructible. It was very indestructible. I love that phone. It, it's just, like, there was something satisfying about, like, the flipping it open. Flipping it open. It's like, what's Yeah, up? but that and T9 it's texting, like, though. Oh, it, it, that I don't was think trash. People, do people still know about T9? Like, if you ask this 18, 19-year-old. What like, that was, what they'd that be was. like, what? Like, how I do don't you, think how so. You, so. What's, what's ABCD on one? Okay, I, Whoa. I, and see, it just makes you think. Pressing it seven times. Exactly. Like, um, there's kids now that are, like, uh, half, well, I, I guess the technology, like the iPads and all that stuff, like, they're using it in schools, preschools, and all that stuff. And could it be seen as a pro or a con? Or is there, like, an I in-between? think that's a very, yeah, controversial um, topic. We're all about controversial. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't really know. Like, I think maybe... Um, I think it's both. I, and and it's one of those things like you're never really going to know until we're 50 years down the line and you've seen like, I keep doing that. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Um, it's really like 50 years down the line and then like all of a sudden now you're like, oh crap, like this is what happened. But I don't know, like for me, like I said, my phone, when I'm traveling, like my phone's my best friend. Yeah. And so um, I have like, like I, I wrote a list out, so I would like to read it to you, of the things that I use when I'm traveling um, and this Technology is all ones or like on your phone, on my phone, like oh, apps okay. and websites I've used on my phone that like are my entire lifeline. Take notes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So I have hostel world, Airbnb, Google maps, Google translate, uh, E X E currency exchange, Pinterest and Google flights. And like, I can literally be in, you know, a city in Italy. And I'm like, my friends are like, Hey, you want to go to like the Netherlands for the weekend? Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden I've like everything booked on my phone. And so That's like it. for me, like, yeah, like technology is great because I just did all that. Did I didn't even have right to then. worry about yeah. it, you know, but then like kids these days, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't plan on having kids. So I really don't put much thought into what they're going to do. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. I, I'm just like looking at it um, from that point where I'm just like, I have a niece and nephew and I'm just like, I love them, but they're so ingrained in the technology. Yeah, I'm, just oh, I like, bet. I'm like, what was I doing when I was that age? You know, and then, riding and bicycles and getting hurt, had scabs yeah. all over my knee, playing with the neighbors till the sun went down, exactly, all that good stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm just thinking like, whoa, like uh, this technology age is is will that hinder every like people wanting to go travel? Maybe they still want to stay home. Maybe they just want oh. to be isolated. They just want to play in the video game. This is why I'm saying like. Well, this like, okay, this was kind of something that was really frustrating to me during lockdown was a lot of like, um, travel companies and stuff like that. And I understand what they were, where they were coming from with it, but they started doing like virtual tours and like virtual tours. Yeah. So they started doing, um, like virtual, like, um, like, I don't know, like it would be like, oh, you know, join us at 8 PM and we're going to do a virtual tour of this certain city in Colombia or like something like that. And I was just like, I don't care to watch a video of somebody walking around in Colombia. I want to be in, in Colombia. So like, I understood what they were trying to do because like their 
people have stopped traveling, so their content's kind of running out, and they're yeah, looking for like they're, they're new, adapting. They're, yeah, they're trying to adapt to it. But for me, I was like, I don't want to watch. That. I have no desire because it's just making me miss Columbia or miss traveling yeah. and wanting to go do go these more. things. Yeah. So. so you never like I I guess are you a fan of virtual reality like the the VR thing where they can actually like whoa I think I've only like, done it like twice. Well, it was okay. You, yeah, I don't know. What, what, I don't know what you've done though. That's like. Um. So what I did was at the Harry Potter weekend events that oh, they used to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. With that one. they had the Fantastic yeah. Beast. Yeah, I did that one. But like the whole time, it was like shaky and like I felt like you had to like it wasn't real, real. Like you put no, virtual yeah. reality on. I'm expecting like I can literally like you know in time go and like grab your hand or whatever. But it was like shaky and like you would do something, but it wouldn't really like land where you like had aimed it for, and yeah. it just was like it was weird. It was I don't weird. Know. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. Like I feel like if that keep keeps becoming like perfection, like perfectionalized. You, oh, you think people would like rather, rather do that? Rather do that than go into like actual. Have you ever seen a um, Ready Player One? I haven't, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It, where they just like reality sucks if you really want to go somewhere just put this on yeah and it's like i don't i personally know well as a person I, I know, with like huge escapism needs like <laughs> i'm constantly reading or watching movies or whatever um i don't think so for me personally yeah we stem to like i think we go to escapism i just think our escapism will be different right like than for at least future generations to come i'm just that at that point i'm like I'm, well, I'm on the side of traveling, so, like, I think you should go. But yeah. what I'm hoping is that as the world becomes even more global than what it is now, and, you know, even um, something that I'm a little scared of is flight prices rising oh, again. Oh, yeah. Because it was getting to the point where, like, I was finding really good deals on flights, and um, things were becoming cheaper. Like, even from the first trip that I took in yeah. 2013, my flight was, like, $1,200. Yeah. You know, and now I can get that same flight for, like, less than less $300. Than $300. Or four, yeah. And, um you know, so I'm scared that like, you know, when travel starts back up because airlines have taken these huge hits that they're going to raise their prices mm, again. I mean, we see it with Disney right now. Like, uh, they're, they're starting to raise their prices up just cause, uh, they're trying to even it, it out. Yeah. yeah like I, to stay at pop century and stuff like yeah. that. It's like insanely expensive. Yeah. I just saw an article this morning actually, or yeah, it was this morning that said something like Disney's about to raise up their prices. But I think it's just because, um, the whole, uh, guest, uh, I think the capacity of guests is probably going to go up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, oh, they're going to bank on that. They're going to try to they're do anything. Because well, yeah. they lost a lot of money. Fuck but, yeah. But what I'm hoping with like, maybe if you're saying, oh, virtual realities, you know, um, making it easier for people to go places or whatever. But I'm hoping that like, as we go forward, if those things become more accessible or the country, like the world just becomes, you know, smaller in a sense. that we'll just go to outer space. Flights, <laughs> like Xenon. Xenon. <sighs> Oh my God. I was, okay, well, I was seen on a nebula last year for Halloween. So I'm kind of obsessed, <laughs> but like that it's cheaper. So people yeah. will want to travel or yeah. will have the funds to travel. So yeah. that's kind of where I would like to think that that's going. Did you see that they're doing like, um, um, well flying cars. Like I, I think I, like Japan or I think China, I don't remember it, but they like uh, hovering or like uh, flying, like hovering. Well, I guess it would, They've kind of like made it go. Like it's it looks more. Well, like I'm I'm talking like flying. Like you have your own little pod and you you just like zoom straight up and then you take off like into the sky. Yeah. Or is it like a hovering car where it's just like it hovers off the ground three feet the whole time you're driving somewhere? No, it's gotten higher. 
it's gotten higher and it's it's not like a like the jetsons yeah um, i don't know i I saw a picture and it had like the propellers and shit oh yeah so i'm thinking short-term travel i think maybe that that's like a that'd be so cool yeah that would be cool people always ask me like what superpower i would want you know or like if someone does ask me that i mean it's not really like a superpower do you want I would want to, I guess if you're doing Harry Potter, apparate. Um, but if you're not doing Harry Potter, um, <laughs> like, jump, um, oh, what's that called? Uh, yeah. What's that called? Uh, teleport? Uh, teleport. There we go. Like, oh, my gosh. I was like... See, I was, like, in that, like, Harry Potter mind. So I was like, apparate, yeah. Um, teleport. Because I could live in London and come home and have dinner with my family in Ohio and then yeah. go back to London. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what I would. That would Man, be my superpower. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. No, I mean for the most part, I'm just trying to hit every angle that I can about uh, traveling, especially like I'm trying to. I'm trying to say like the. It's good to have some steady bases, like a home base, I guess. Right. And it's good. It's good to maybe go out every like week or so, even just to go outside, just do something. Just take like a little mini vacation. Yeah. Staycation. Yeah. A little staycation, you know, whatever, glamping, do whatever you want. But I just think like, especially with this age right now with like the social pandemic and, and like how much that is going to hinder a lot of people to do stuff like to do, that. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to live my life in fear. And I mean, I know it's huge and it's big for a lot of people, but for me personally, as soon as borders start opening and things start you know becoming more available i plan on traveling again as soon yeah. as possible i don't think it's gonna stop me because like my thought process is if i catch covid in america i'm gonna be pissed but if i catch <sighs> covid in england yeah i might be pissed but like maybe a little less like i don't a know like less. i it's a very don't get me wrong this is a very serious like thing like covid is serious and people are dying and, yeah. and whatever but like i don't want to let fear like stop me from doing the things that the i things love things you do yeah wow i think man and so no like i go out and i wear my mask yeah yeah yeah. i I mean we we do we do the i guess the the things required that we need to do yeah and uh that's the and that's what i'm saying it's admirable i think a lot of people need need to do that just because it's like you know you don't want to you don't want to spread it i don't want to be responsible for spreading it to anybody but i'm saying like if it was just based on just me like my personal risk i would just i would go yeah but the fact that like you know lockdown was more for people who like were more susceptible mm-hmm. or you know things like that mm-hmm. like I 100% I agree with that but like you know for me I just it travels so ingrained in me and like I said like it's been nine months since I've traveled yeah well actually I, the last time I left the country was in November so it's been about Whew. yeah it's been like nine almost ten it's, it's almost gonna be a year I know stop it I, I'm just saying <laughs> the only new place I've been in that whole entire year was um New Orleans so Nylons yeah I fucking love Nylons found like a 60 70 dollar like round flight or something like that <laughs> and um, my I've, roommate's from Louisiana so she she's like over there right now but oh cool yeah she I, I, I don't know New Orleans is a whole different beast but I just love it's jazz so pretty though yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I enjoyed it fucking but. um and yeah what do you think is like how much longer do you think this is gonna keep going Honestly, I don't know because I know like I've I keep getting different posts and stuff on my feed about like, oh, this country is opening its borders or whatever. And right. a lot of them are starting out with, oh, you need to. I keep touching my mic. I'm so sorry. No, that's good. Uh, a lot of people are starting out with like, you know, if you come here, you need to quarantine for two weeks. Mm. OK, well, if you're maybe coming for a long period of time, that's doable. If not, like, you know, people who work and have jobs and stuff like that, it's not going to be quite as doable. Yeah. But I'm hoping that like, you know, by the beginning of next year, they're going to start like opening things 
to the public more, but it's really hard to tell. But there's a lot of like I know Thailand, um, I think maybe Turkey, um, some of the places like in the Caribbean, they're opening up their countries for people to do a um, remote work so that you can get a visa. Okay. So you can pay to get a visa to live in that country for a year because, you know, so many companies are like, oh, right now we're going to do um, work from home. So instead of sitting in your apartment, work from home, you could go to Barbados or what, I don't remember this country specifically, and you could do that. Do you think it's going to change? Like uh, the, I mean, from the workforce, like everything's going to go more remotely. Oh, I hope so. Really? Uh, yes. As a person who wants to work strictly remotely and be able to do it from anywhere in the anywhere world, in the world, I a hundred percent would love to see more things being put. Yeah. And that's another big thing, like. Um, America, we're, we're so driven, um, we're focused on like work, you know, and being productive means that you're working and it's cool to brag about the fact that you worked 70 hours this week. Yeah, and we'll, you know, worked a, you know, like, I, did, I slept like three slept hours. Three hours and, and, yeah. And, you know. and I don't think that that's necessarily like actual signs of like being productive or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I would rather work from home and be able to travel and go do things. And a lot of the thing, like a lot of the stuff that we're doing now, there's another um, positive of technology. Like a lot of the things that we are doing can be work from home. You know, mm -hmm. we don't need to be mm -hmm. in an office and, and all the, a lot of countries in the world, like in Europe, um, like they only have a 35 hour work week or a 32 hour work week. And then that's crazy. Yeah. And then they have like, you know, paid time off, like a, way more paid time off than we do. Or like, um, a lot of Europe shuts down for the month of August because they're just like, we're going to go on holiday. We'll be back. Yeah. Like things like that. And I'm like, why doesn't the U S do that? Come on. Do you think it's because it's bigger? We have a lot more people. Is it like, people no, I just, think it's hundred percent the, the, the dream thing yeah. that we were, you know, fed from you know, a mm. young age. Yeah, like, you, you were fed that forcefully. You're just like from mm. our grand, from our grandparents. You hate that mic. <laughs> you hate that I'm mic. I'm going to fight this mic. Oh, my God. You're just like... Oh, it's God. in my arm reach. That's why. There we go. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, I mean, our grandparents' generation, our parents' generation, like, all of them, you know, we were fed from a young age right. that we needed to... Um, work and mm -hmm. do this American dream thing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just, and I, I, I do kind of struggle with like, well, does that make me lazy that I don't want to work 70 hours a week? No, it just means that I have different priorities than yeah, like the way that parents see you. They probably like you're lazy. You're lazy. Yeah. Yeah. But for me, it's like, Oh no, I just want to, there's more to life than this job, job at this company that doesn't really care about me that mm -hmm. will replace me in a week. And right. I would rather just, go live thing like live life on my terms yeah yeah there's some people there's some parents that they're like no like you need to do the same thing you need to be a lawyer you could be a doctor like like um they would forcefully put those things on on children and yeah it's like it's like i definitely think we need that like i i mean not like there's some people that uh thrive off of that stuff and then there's some people that don't and i feel like um kind of like listening to your children, I think would be a big key thing to do. It's just like, are they like, are, like, like, I don't know at what point should you start forcing like ideas on them, especially on that, like, Oh yeah. I mean, I think front. the best that you can do is just like tell them what your beliefs and what your stuff is mm -hmm. and then let them make that decision for themselves. Yeah. I know you don't want kids or anything. I'm just saying, have you, have you ever heard of like Montessori schools? Mm. It's like, it's like, um, I think they're, I think they're a great idea, especially like, I just think like, future generation that wise but it's like you kind of you have like a lot of things in your surrounding areas and you let the kids go to what they think they would love oh. 
Oh, you know what I mean? That's a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, um, let's say like, uh, there's like building blocks over there or something like that. They're just more enamored into that idea. I think, I think you can find out a lot from from things like that, especially like doing that at a, at a young age. See what they're interested in. Maybe they're good at something. Maybe they like drawing. Maybe they just want to sit down and just you know draw or something like that. You can find out a lot from Montessori schools. I think it's a good plus, but I don't. Th- it's not. It's not well known. I think people are yeah, just trying. Yeah, I've to, never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's well. It's, I think uh, the going back to the bucket list family. I think that's cool that they um, take their kids so yes, many places yeah. because their kids have gotten to experience just Everything. completely different cultures. Yes. Yeah, and they they get to see so much stuff and right. you, they get to figure out early like what they like or what they want and and yeah, I really think they're they're pretty big on like my like idol list for sure i I follow them a lot and i was pretty obsessed with them for a while i found out about them this year like this year (sighs) is when i found no man i'm just like looking at this guy like this guy's like living it up with this his family his family and i'm just like "Mm, one day one day it's just gonna be there i was (laughs) just gonna be me i'm like oh yeah i want to go travel take my kids going like all these places and uh, I just, I just know, like, um, I'm grateful for everything like my parents have done, but I just mm. know there's more out there. Like, like exactly like they thought the nine to five was the way to go. And right. I'm like, we're like, no, I don't think so. I think not there's so more. Much. <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's a lot to, to learn from that. I'm not saying like that's a bad thing. I just think like there are some creative people out there that want to do that. Yeah. 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 And so why hinder that? Why why keep that sh- hidden? You well, know, right now that I think that's my biggest um, thing is trying to to bridge that gap between like you do have to make money to live and survive. Yeah, and there's certain yeah. things in the world you need, but like, how do I do that while traveling? And how yeah. do I like how do I marry those two things together to make like the the life, the that, life I that I want? Yeah, oh, man, I, I'm j- I want to see positive po- like a positive outcome in like the I guess the rest of 2020 going into 2021 but it's so yeah. hard I can't like I can't grasp like a good understanding in in um this aspect of travel of life like I'm just trying to figure out like can can we go places are we, like, yeah we're know? still gonna be able to I think it's gonna be a long time before we can get back to you know yeah but like get back to like traveling as much as we were in the past. But like, um, I don't know if we're ever going to go back to normal. normal. I mean, there's always going to be pre COVID and post COVID. You know what I mean? Like this is a history book type, type of, of situation. Yeah. Like this Man. is, and I don't even know if it's over. That's the only reason I'm saying it. Like yeah. That. Like I, I genuinely like when back when this started in March, I was like, Oh yeah. You know, a couple of weeks we'll lockdown. Right. We'll be, this will be over. L O L joke was on me. <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad. Oh, man. Yeah, I could tell. You're just like, golly, man. Oh, well. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do very well with um, being oh, first, locked down. The first three months. Yeah. Well, thankfully, I was still able to work. So I was, um, I was, I was going out every day and working, thankfully. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a lot. So I, I did bet. not enjoy I lockdown. I Man, I... I still don't enjoy lockdown. <laughs> I, no. And I mean, is this considered lockdown really? Like, well, corn, well, social well, we distancing. were shut down and yeah. locked down, but then yeah. social distancing and all that stuff. Like it's still very frowned upon for us to go out right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to change everybody's social behavior, especially like, yeah, that this, I, I go out and I find myself being like, please don't, don't touch, touch me. me. Like, what's going on? Please, yeah. With me. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. weird about it, but yeah. I think it's just a risk you take. And like I said, I have, I have to work, so I have to go to work, you know, and, and be in the public anyway. So yeah, just trying to 
do my part. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hit a lot of great parts to what I wanted to know. Any more parts that you feel like you're missing out on right here? Because we're about to end it right here. Yeah. Um, just travel. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions about it or concerns or whatever it is, message me. I'm. I love talking about it. I love answering questions. I feel so awesome when, you know, people have told me that they've done things because yeah. of me or, you know, like I um, wrote a blog and someone was like, oh my gosh, I did everything you said in the blog and it was so much fun. And like, like that stuff just is amazing. And, and if you have any questions, like I said, I'll be your cheerleader. I'll stand here and I'll help you. I'll, I'll look up hostels for you or I'll look up, you know, hotels or uh, we can, you know, you can make it work for yeah. the way that you want it to work. Yeah. You know, like it's like live the life that you, you ideally want. Yeah, if exactly. So yeah. just kind of follow that. And, um, yeah. So Casey meets world K A S E Y meets world like boy meets world. No copyright but intended. World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it just, yeah. Like follow me, message me. <laughs> like, I don't, I, you know, I just love to talk about it. So yeah. And thank you for having me. New, so. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I love talking about travel. I mean, my roommate, he's the more big travel guy. He's the one that inspired me to go to like backpacking. Let's go do all these things. Yeah, and I was uh-huh. just like having people like that in your life will definitely like, I think is a help. It's a, it's a definitely like right now he's in Colorado. (laughs) Like, yeah. So like, like he's just like living it up right now. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, there's some, there's some good that comes with people that love to do stuff like that. So that's why I'm like, thanks for coming on. Like I will put the links to all of her stuff. You, you said you had a blog also, right? Uh, I do. I haven't wrote in a few months just because I've been locked down and I just, I, I felt like my creativity has kind of been a little hindered recently. So Man, I just haven't been t- writing. You're telling but... me like, this is my, like, this is my creativity outlet. And it's been hard just to kind of like, yeah, like get, get people to like get positive about this shit. But it's right. like, it's like, fuck. Like, I guess you can talk about like, uh, like some of the outcomes that came from pre post COVID. I don't know. I'm just trying to give ideas, but yeah. Well, it ma- mainly like my, my blogs are just kind of like, what I did this in this city, what I, you know, five things you can do in this place. And that's what I really, I just like to share those. And it's a little bit more of almost like a journal than anything else. You never had so, a blog either. Sorry. You never had a blog. No, no, no. Um, so I didn't want to vlog because I was like, Oh man, I don't really like my voice. And like, at, like being on camera is like weird to me. Um, is this different too? Like this even- is so different. <laughs> But I did fall into the TikTok hole. Oh, so, no. I'm just kidding. I'm in the TikTok hole, too. But I, it's, I, I love it. I love TikTok, I love man. I I hate I hate that it's got so much of my attention, but you can literally find and do anything on TikTok. You can learn so much on there. It's so insane. much. It's like we were talking, me and Mitch were talking about conspiracies and like how. Oh, like, gosh. Uh, I mean, we were going at it and we were just like, whoa, like enamored this and whoa, this and this. And we were just like. But TikTok, it, it became more than just that. Like, oh yeah, hundred like percent. It's like a way to learn, a way to like entertain. It's like it's it's a so it, I don't even know if it's like a like a new YouTube or if it's just like. But TikTok is here to stay. I truly hope so because I found it bef- kind of a little bit before I started. Like I think maybe Japan, I was like using it a little yeah. bit. But now I have so many ideas of videos and stuff that I want to do. And that's going to kind of be like my vlogging would be You're like vlogging. TikTok. Yeah. So that's like this more to you than meets the eye. So I don't know. You're probably having some hidden like like entertainment shit that you're like you could do with vlogging. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would love to do more like behind the scenes or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like what a day in the life of like a traveler, you know, things like that. Where like in Instagram, you just get that little picture of, of who I am or what I do. Or yeah, Instagram oh. is about the, f- the aesthetic, I guess. I, yeah. I, the way I say it. 
but um but i love doing that but like my tiktok yeah so but i like i made it super easy to link all of my things so it's like casey meets world is on every single one like if you google that like all of my stuff will come up up. yep even facebook so yeah even facebook yeah i have a facebook page but uh, i got my facebook got hacked so i had to restart it so a little kind of behind on that but um it's still casey meets world i'm just saying like facebook i feel like for like i mean the old older people, generation, older generation well i do like, have a few fans don't that get are me older, wrong yeah so. don't get me wrong it's i think it's i think yeah a lot of people love facebook there's still a lot of people on facebook yeah. so it's like why not utilize why every not? social media exactly. that you can right pinterest twitter i'm exactly. on it all yeah like tiktok i'm thinking about tiktok right now for pre-covid like it was getting up there but then right when covid hit and then boom there was it like took it took off, off and it yes. was like an explosion that everybody wanted and i was like I'm going to jump on this train. And I mean, quick. I have almost 7,000 followers on TikTok. Shut up. And I have only like 1,300 on Instagram. And I've been on Instagram for like nine years. And I have yeah. been on Instagram for less than a year. Yeah. Or like it, almost a year. It's that instant gratification thing, you know? I know, but it's just, it's, you get, do you get to reach so many more people oh, that way? 100%. So like, I think people don't care. Like I put, I put my, I put my drumming videos on TikTok and yeah. I'm just like, this is great. I, I love it. Cause I don't like um i'm not saying that there's not a lot of backlash but a lot more people watch it that aren't following me yeah Does that make sense? you get exposed to oh, so, so many more. more people yeah, yeah. so at, at that point i think that's a plus for anybody that's trying to like do something like right like this do like you know you're an entertainer you're it's a way to just adapt what you're doing into tiktok right right so that's 100 percent like Man, I, I'm just saying, like, limit it. Like, don't get so ingrained. Don't into, get sucked, sucked in, sucked but also it. get sucked in get because sucked it's amazing. In. Just, <laughs> you know, sucked in to the point where you can get out. But, you know, just, no, TikTok is here to stay. I, uh, yes. And I, I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> keeping it. Well, this is another episode of Slice of Life. It's raining outside. Casey meets world. This was a great podcast. We talked about travel. We talked about technology. We talked about some of the the ins and outs of what uh, an explorer traveler nomadic person ends up doing and this is casey's side of of travel her perspective on everything i'm so glad you guys tuned in just hit that like um subscribe to my channel i'm gonna put up her, her info just so you know where to find her casey meets world guys thank you for tuning in this to the slice of life the new and improved podcast casey if you want to just look at the camera just wave goodbye Oh, I mean, hitting, that, hitting that mic <laughs> I everywhere. am so bad at this. I, see, this is what I'm trying to do right now is just trying to fix everything up. But it looks good. That's but, okay. guys, Hi guys, I'll see you later. Bye. Thank you. Bye.